You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Oh, let's get ready to suck it. Hello and welcome back to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts once again, Mr. Mark Jameson, yeah, I- Don Morrow, <coughs> that is me, I is him, and a returning guest to the show, Joey Blue Reviews. Yes. As we know him on Instagram, we know him as Goog, the Goog Man. Uh, he's the wrestling, uh, he's the movie, uh, the horror movie guy, the wrestling Yeah, he's guy. the wrestling insider for sure. We got a guy for everything. We got a yeah. guy for beer, we got a guy for movies, wrestling, etc. Yeah. That's yeah. how we do. Uh, Joey G, Joe Giglich, welcome back to the show, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. And what if is it's... It? No, go ahead. I'm fucking. I'm on delay, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on complete delay, dog. I'm sorry. If go it's your ahead. first time listening to the show, thanks for checking us out. If you are returning, uh, thank you. We appreciate the love and uh, got a good show today. Um, episode eleven, ten, man. Oh yeah, ten, ten. Big, big ten on the Chop Sports Network. Loving it. Um, yeah. Fresh out of Chop Sports yeah. HQ. Speaking the, uh, of Chop studio Sports, in Manawan, New out. Jersey. That was fun. That was cool. Then they let us come on their little daily. They do a daily show, and they let us come on their little daily show and talk shit with them a little bit, which was cool. Yeah. I appreciate it. Very cool, man. Uh, Jimmy <coughs> Palumbo, shout out as well. Oh, yeah. Got to meet him. That was really cool. Jimmy's um, an interesting guy, bro. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. I like that guy. Like, you know, when you meet some people, you're like, yeah, it's an interesting guy. I like that guy. Yeah, he likes to share his knowledge, too, yeah. man, which we respect. appreciate. So Respect that. That was a good experience. And, uh, you know, the boys, you know, Chris and Dave doing some cool things over there. Uh, great opportunity to check out the studio, see what they're, they're about. Shout out Wrestling Rob. Wrestling <laughs> Rob, man. Got to <laughs> chop it up and talk wrestling, too, man. Yeah. It's a good fucking time. Can't wait to go back, man. Yeah, for we'll, sure. We'll, we'll go back there for sure. That was a good time. <clears throat> Hell yeah, brother! I'm like on a fucking. Pro- I am on a permanent delay right now. <laughs> After that fucking shit before, I laughed so hard I knocked like, I don't know. I knocked all my train of thought we, out. We should I tell the uh, tell the done. audience what exactly happened. No, it was really stupid. <laughs> it's not like anything that's like, you know, basically it's probably not gonna be funny to anybody else. No, 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 no. no, no. It was only funny to me because I saw the initial reaction in the first place. <laughs> like we're up here smoking, and then we had a door open. And like the door, the downstairs door slammed shut. Like Brooke came home, and Dom had this look on his face, like "Oh shit!" Like mom's home. <laughs> like, uh oh, welcome to married. Uh oh, and like he had this like other look after the initial shock of just like, well, his next move is gonna be complete in delay, and I fucking lost it. I don't know why. It was yeah. You've one of those things. You saw it. You're fucking dying. I was crying. Too fucking well, funny. It was so funny. But yeah, it knocked all my train of thought off. Like I was really like. I was fired up before this. I was like, yo, I'm going to come on here and I'm going to fucking bury the Knicks. So, Let, and you might as well, since since we're here, I might as well bury the Knicks. Let's do it. Because it's, what, 2022, right? What's the date? Yes. April. It ain't no April Fool's. April 2nd. Put the kibosh on the season. No, yeah. The this Knicks, ain't no April Fool's. Listen, it ain't no April Fool's. Listen, the season's over at 34 and 43. 
It's over. Officially wiped off the map for the playoffs. Not happening. Like, they can't even get in the fucking playing game anymore. Which is like, guys are like, oh, I only have four games on them. That's how bad. And like, I'm done. I'm not, uh, I'm not done, but like, yo, they, full house, full house cleaning. I'm done. Is like, Thibodeau gone? Uh, he's not, probably not gone, but I, I want him to be gone now. He's done. Dead to you we completely. need a house cleaning. It's done. It's done. This experiment, just like all the other experiments we've tried in the past, failed. Like, okay, we're winning more games than we have, but we're still not making the fucking playoffs. Like, we have young players, that's cool, but at this point, Julius, he's dumb, he's, he's dead to me. He was dead to New York. He was like, apparently, you know, he comes out, he says he wants to trade on this offseason, this and shit like that. Good, go. I, fu- I was, I, I listen, I'm like, I'm a sucker. I, I bought in, I'm like, oh, Julius would probably be all right when they gave him the contract. And he's like, he's more of a leader, he had a great year. Yo, this dude is a fucking clown. Just like the rest of them. He's a joke. So I'm done with the, the I'm done with the year. The, the Knicks are done with the year because they're mathematically fucking eliminated. Those knickerbockers. Yeah, those fucking. <laughs> I, like I said, at this point, I'm, I'm ready to let literally anybody go. To go anybody like of any substance. The only person I want to hang on to is RJ Barrett. I'll literally let anybody else go. I don't give a fuck. Like, I definitely want Julius gone. There's no question. He's going to be gone. So why don't you just have him, like, uh, on your former trade or something, and you get fucking, because Donovan Mitchell, I said it before, he's starting to get sour over in Utah. He definitely would love to play in New York. Just make it happen. It's real easy. Trade them Julius and a bunch of... And I don't give a fuck. If they want to take everybody, fucking give them everybody. I don't care. The whole crew. We, yeah, we, we need a full house cleaning. That's the only way it's going to get any better. Because it's the same shit all the time. And it's never going to change. It's like all those... It's like a cursed franchise. They're cursed. I don't know what they're cursed from, but they're cursed. Mm. Some type of Dolan curse? I don't know. It's a curse. It's similar to the Mets, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to the Jets, Sim- exactly. There is a uh, some type of karma or stink over some uh, of these fucking I don't teams. Fucking get it. And dude, no matter what you do, yeah, the you changes think, you make, you think you're making good choices because they look like they're like, oh, this looks like it could be something like all right, but no. And it you're can be still in the personnel same changes, s- yeah. management changes, operational changes. Um, really, without throughout the whole organization, and it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Your top players are still going to get hurt. You're still going to miss the playoffs. Your team's still going to underachieve. You know, something off the field or off the court's going to happen. It's yeah. just inevitable. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand it. And I don't get it. It's like a weird... So, like, when I go to work all the time, there's always traffic, right? <laughs> I sit in traffic, like, every day. That's my life. I sit it's in New traffic. Jersey. I sit in traffic constantly. So, like, I got a call the other day. Somebody I work with, like... In, like, the similar situation because he sits in traffic, too, every day. And it's, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. Like, 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, why is this guy calling me right now? And he's, like, it's like, just like he's like, hey, Papa, you get to, uh, he's like, this, like, Spanish guy. He's, like, you get to, uh, you know, by past the airport yet? I'm, like, no, no, why? He's, like, no fucking accident. I'm Route 1 again. I'm, like, what? Dude, it was the third time this week. I, right? I believe it. So, he's, like, this fucking bridge, man. This fucking bridge is cursed. This fucking bridge is cursed every fucking day. I'm like, I feel him. I'm like, I get it every fucking day. This is misery. That's what it's like being a Knicks fan. Mm, <laughs> Knicks fan. Stuck a in Knicks traffic. fan. You feel like you're stuck in traffic 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, That's man. what it feels like to be a Knicks fan. 
personally. I don't know how it feels for everybody else, but for me, yeah. I feel like I'm stuck in traffic watching this team all the time. Dude, you know, you mentioned before making trades, just changing the lineup, people being unhappy in places and getting moved to other places, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that more and more in the NBA now, guys making their super teams and pushing their way out of teams to get to other locations and stuff like that. And it may, and you look at the NFL now, right? Mm-hmm. Shifting gears a little bit to the NFL. You're starting. It was a crazy offseason. Tons of fucking trades going on. This was a People wild offseason. This is probably the craziest offseason I've ever seen of all, in my life. Of all time. Dude. I think I've ever seen. Of all time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so much movement. And you Major see guys being movement. able to facilitate, mm-hmm. facilitate trades out of town more. And there's more power to the player and the agent associated with that player. Is the NFL moving more into that NBA model? Of the super teams, right? Probably. And being able to have more power for the player to move when they want to move and, I mean, look at and the get Rams. creative to get their way out of town for things, which we're we starting to see more and more yeah. with uh, some of these top echelon players. I mean, we've seen it personally at home with Jamal Adams. Farewell. That ended up well for the Jets, obviously. <laughs> I um, love that he's back in rebuild mode. Oh, and God, he's back in great. misery. He's going to be sitting in misery again. Yeah. Misery loves company. Side like note: him, I bro. hope the Jets do get DK Metcalf, but I have a feeling he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's probably um, staying there. I, yeah, I have a feeling he's staying there. But yeah. like, no, what you're saying with the NBA, like moving to more to that model, I guess it it's already starting to happen. Look at the Deshaun Watson contract, right? That's a groundbreaking contract. That's a that's almost a fully guaranteed NFL contract. Yeah, two hundred and thirty three million or yeah. whatever it was. Almost fully, completely guaranteed. Which is, you don't see that in the NFL. And he gets a lot of that up front, too, right? Well, year one, he's getting a million dollars. Oh, okay. okay. They, they, so. they, they finessed it so if he ends up getting suspended, he's not losing any money. Got it. Motherfucking Got it. scumbags. Like. <laughs> That's the one smart thing they did, I guess. Yeah. Slimy move, though. You know your quarterback's in some shit. Like, What do you think it does for ownership, like, for other teams? Oh, dude, they're too? pissed. They gotta be pissed, Dude, right? they're pissed. Like, I think... It was either the owner of the Colts or the owner of the or the Ravens. One of them came out and said, "Like this sucks." Like not in those words, but like, like first of How all, to retain these guys. First of all, couldn't give it to a better guy, I guess. Right? Like this fucking scumbag has to get this contract of all people. So like, you're gonna let a dirtbag like this get this contract? What's what's a guy like fucking Lamar Jackson who's like done nothing but good shit for his team, won an MVP? What do you think he's gonna ask for in his contract? I mean, uh, we you know guess what I'm saying similar. No, yeah, almost fully guaranteed. Yeah, and I'd be scared to fucking death to give him a fully guaranteed contract this far in his career. I mean, anyone though, you know, you're right. But Lamar Jackson, the way he plays and the way he's had success right, so far, right. he's he's escaped a lot of fuck. He's cheated death a lot in this league already. <laughs> you look at Cam Newton, right? A guy that was. Uh, I yeah. don't know if it was very similar, but there were some similarities, yeah. right? And, and the guy ran ran around a lot, took a lot of hits, and Lamar Jackson's kind of similar in that way, I guess. Yeah. And uh, eventually, Cam, his body broke down relatively early in his career, and you know, Lamar going on uh, a new contract and pay him, you know, two hundred million guaranteed plus. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to take that risk for your team because it's obviously going to tie you up? And then uh, you know, God forbid, he gets hurt or something like that, and now you're you know you're bootstrapped and you can't do you can't mm-hmm. do anything. You're fucked. Yeah. Although the salary cap is going up, and it's probably going to continue to go up forever. Yeah, the salary cap's a complete joke. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so like, you know, I you'll find ways to fit these guys in, but like, man, most of your salary is going to a quarterback, and he's getting all of it. 
all of it. And you got guys scrapping on the line, getting fucking peanuts compared Listen, to that shit. I said it before. I'll say it again. I think that's going to backfire. I think it's going to be a bad move for Cleveland. I really do. I, yeah. I don't think Deshaun's going to do. I mean, he's a great yeah, no he's denying the he's talent, a good right? Yeah. Of course, but there's a stink on him, man. Yeah. And I think that's going to translate to on the field, He's too. got that same New York fucking stink on him. <laughs> that fucking Knicks stink. Sitting that in traffic. fucking traffic. New no Jer- radio. That New Jersey no summer traffic yeah. on the fucking turnpike by the fucking airport where all the fucking steam fucking is coming out of the fucking stupid smokestacks. It smells like fucking fish yeah, and garbage. Him. Talk to him. That's what it's like. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And I just had to put them to bed because I don't want to talk about them anymore this year. No more Knicks. Now they're no, the Knicks are dead. Uh, they're they done. They have been. Finito. They're exiled Finito. for the, for the you know, for the Se- remainder of the season. <laughs> I'll probably still be a sucker and watch a couple games because I love R.J. Barrett. Kid's a fucking bowler. Well, yeah, so- that's, it's a cl- very clear to me and everybody else now that he, it is his team. There's no fucking questions now. Which is one thing I can say about this terrible year, as we found out, RJ Barrett is a real deal. He's Which a we solid thought he player. Would be. Yeah, you know, uh, I I always like. I never had a doubt. He got better every year, and he's exactly. finally he finally's turning it up, averaging like twenty something since the fucking All Star break. So, and he's taking on games over so far. So that's what you want to see. But no, they're dead. Goodbye. See you. See you later. Now let's let's move to a topic that you really do want to discuss. What? Um, one of Mark's favorite musicians oh uh, recently God. came out. I'm talking about this fucking dickhead. And uh, is taking credit for reviving rock. Yeah, right. Um, I know this man is very influential in Mark's <laughs> career yeah, okay. as, a, as a musician. Yeah, 100%. Um, Mark has mentioned uh, over time, periodically, Listen. that... He hopes to follow in a similar career path as uh, this individual. Let me just tell His you one thing. His name is Machine Gun Kelly, folks, oh, and he's reviving rock. Let me tell you one thing about Machine Gun Kelly. I, I, I fucking, I would give him one slice of credit. Like I said, I would give him one sliver of credit, and that sliver of credit is playing Tommy Lee in the movie Dirt, because I'm also a fucking sucker when it comes to. Like mockumentary raw like band movies. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking sucker. You put like a band documentary together with yeah. some like the most low budget actors of all time, and I'll still probably fucking eat it up. Nice. Yeah. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is that eight hour temptation movie. <laughs> that was VH1 like one classic. Exactly. It was like a fucking weekly series. And yeah. but now that it you know, after it all aired, they put it all out together. It's, it takes up a whole day if you're gonna watch mm-hmm. it. But I'll sit through the whole fucking thing. Nice. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I can go. I can literally go. I'm a sucker for those fucking movies. Nice. So I give MGK like a sliver of that credit. It was good in that movie. He played a good. good Tommy Lee. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, this guy is a fucking clown. An actual clown. He looks like he's wearing actual clown makeup. It's the blonde hair. Yeah. He's a fucking... I- I bro, wish Kevin fat, Owens... Like, and I don't think I'd be that mad about it if he didn't make a comment like, oh, reviving rock, bro. Yeah. That emo girl song is trash. Listen, I wish Kevin Owens could just powerbomb him through a table again. That would be... Oh, yeah. Like he did. Satisfying. Uh, maybe that's one back. more thing we'll give him credit for because he did take that bump he pretty well. He did take a pretty Probably better bump. than fucking Gronkowski did. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I don't know if people forget, like he was like a, a rapper for a long time. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm he, not going to lie. I kind of liked one of his rap songs. Did you? I did. Well, no doubt the rap career <laughs> way better than yeah. his pop punk. And that's why I'm on. saying, like, I'm not about, like, I'm listen. I'm not against an artist wanting to switch up their style and shit. Like, whatever. Like, it's to each their own. But to make a drastic change, like, oh, I'm going to do hip hop, hip hop, and then I'm going to revive, quote unquote, fucking rock and roll. Well, eat fucking dick, dude. Did, did he? Motherfucker's like, been out here putting in work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as much as you want to clown on, like, people like will clown on the Foo Fighters, whatever. Those motherfuckers been putting in actual work and like. They're a rock band, like a good ass rock band, and there's not a lot of good rock bands anymore. No, so you gotta appreciate the ones that are good. So R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins for sure, because that's fucking that's that's sad shit, bro. That's yeah, sad. Fifty years old, man. Yeah, it's young. Hell yeah, but um, back to MGK's fucking dirtbag clown ass. Did you see the uh, Corey Taylor was was actually of Slipknot was feuding with MGK. Was he about yeah, to fight I him? I would that. love Corey Taylor to whip his ass. MGK, I don't really fuck with Corey Taylor either, but I think MGK said I appreciate him more a couple years that. back uh, on stage, and he said something about you know you know what I'm not happy not doing, or you know what I'm happy not doing is being 50 years old and wearing a fucking mask on stage. Fucking mm. bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And obviously... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was like the same uh, festival. Uh, Corey Taylor had something to yeah, say about yeah. that as well. No, I wish MGK tried popping up like this in like 95. When <laughs> Pantera was their like height. Can you imagine Phil Ensemble talking? Some fucking Machine Gun Kelly character. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy's a dickhead. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's funny. So, yeah, we were listening also to his... Um, cover oh, yeah, of so, yeah. System of a Down, Aerials. And, like, I don't even know what I was thinking when listening to that song. Like, what, what, what I thought I was going to hear at a fucking coming out of this guy about this, like, <laughs> doing this song. But it was everything I thought it was going to be. Sounds like he's taking a shit the whole time. He shouldn't be doing System of a Down covers. No, I'll give him this, though. Probably if it, like you said, Joe had said this when we originally already said, if he was, like, doing a Nirvana or, like, a yeah. real grunge rock band. Bush. Bush, I said Bush. You said Bush. But I'm just saying it. Glycerone. Yeah, yeah. Insert generic '90s yeah, grunge just, band yeah. here. '90s grunge work. alternative band. Yeah. You know what band I have? By the way, just I know a band I heavily fucked with from that time period. Collective Soul. Mm. Hell yeah, dude. Remember, I remember. Yeah, like, we were big on for them. some dumbass reason. <laughs> before I went to go play basketball games for fucking Ford's, Ford's Wildcats or Ford's Bearcats. Was it Bearcats? Bearcats, yeah. yeah. I'd fucking blast that collective Soul City, getting psyched up in my room. That song wouldn't psych me up though. There was another song on that record that was actually kind of hard. Dan, yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, there was some harder shit on there. Now, baby, don't spit me out. Yeah, there was some shit that was hard on it, bro. But Machine Gun Kelly sounds like he's taking actual shit in this song. Where he's uh, what's the court? Where he's See, like, you know, I didn't think he embarrassed himself. No, listen, it's not the I'm not. That's probably not the worst thing. But like I said, I know what I was expecting. It was a good karaoke performance. If yeah, yeah. So said, karaoke like, quality, high level karaoke class. I yeah. think you get a pass for it. You get a pass. I don't know if I'm willing to give Machine Gun Kelly Kelly an actual pass on anything. Yeah. Like I said, I, I I've given him some credit. Well, you gave him the one. Honestly, he gets the credit because the movie's good. Well, how, how many monoons for the Ariel's cover? System oh, of a down. That's like negative monoons. Honestly, though, three 
out of five Marans. Because the music part of it uh, wasn't the worst. Yeah, if it, the, there's yeah. like soft guitar over mm-hmm. the part that, like I, that I kind of appreciated. That's not in the original. Agreed. Agreed. So I'm like, that's kind of original on its own. But he had nothing to do with that. No, Honestly, it's not him. I, doing, he has nothing to do with that's the band. The band's up there. Yeah. I appreciate the band. I don't appreciate this fucking piece of shit. Although. Although, if this piece of shit came to me and was like, hey, I want you to play guitar in my really shitty band that we're going to go into, I would say absolutely. <laughs> of course. Well, absolutely. You blew that chance already. No. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, would you give up threat to do it? Probably. Oh. Oh, boy. They're going to be waving voice. money in my face I've probably never seen before. <laughs> so it's very hard to turn down. They would understand. I think they'll forgive you. Yeah, I, yeah. But, like, I guarantee you, the you time I'd be gone, months. I could still do threat shit. 100%. <laughs> I'd probably have more time to do threat shit because I'd be a full-time musician. Would you do a threat song featuring Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly? Kelly? He's going to say, mm, yeah. That'll realistically, be- I mean, it would be smart, but how, I probably wouldn't do how it. How about rap version? No, no, no. Definitely He's, he's off the table. Completely. Because I have a hundred other people I'd rather work with in front of him. Actual people like I'd appreciate working with. Mm. Yeah, Even they, though, like... They could put you, you know, okay. in the face. Yeah. Who, all right, so who are your dream picks for threat features? I don't know. Living or dead? I, have I never anyone. thought about that. Should you do living or dead? on a threat track. Should we do living or dead or just alive? Um, um, let's go with alive. Okay. I don't know. Fred Durst? Like, doing like a... Like a verse? Or like a... Like yeah, I, just a, just a anything. Feature. feature. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I never, I literally never even thought of this in my life. <laughs> uh, would Arsenal be on that list? Probably, I would do, and that that's obtainable though. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. You just gotta pay him a thousand dollars to do any feature he wants. <laughs> would the Island Boys? Be no, on that no, list? no, no, no. Yeah, I don't know if I can think of a list to be quite honest with you. Maybe Zach Laroche from Sis, uh, from uh, Rage Against the Machine. Be interesting if Lane Stanley was alive. Probably Elaine Stanley. But he's dead, so that doesn't count, I guess. But I don't know. I really don't fucking know. I have no fucking clue. I'll tell you who wouldn't be, though. It wouldn't be Machine Gun Kelly. So No Machine Gun Kelly. All right. Well, with that, <laughs> let's take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight, and we will be right back. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. 
Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big FU. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dudes got 30 seconds. Put Dude's Gourmet seasonings and rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. All right, we're back. We're back. We're going to switch gears, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend, literally, right now. Right now. And we've been building slowly the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, we're not wrestling yeah. here and there. We're not a full wrestling podcast. Yeah, and we're, yeah. I know. Contrary to the popular belief. <laughs> but, um, fuck, what's I going to say? Oh, yeah. It might be WrestleMania weekend, but we're really not going to do like too much WrestleMania shit. Because right, I don't want to be that podcast that, oh, we're going to do predictions and then. It, and you're like listening that, to it after yeah, after the fact that it's right, right, you know right. and it's like oh yeah we knew who, who yeah. like came out for Seth Rollins and we're all sitting here going like oh it's Cody it's Elias it's blah blah yeah, blah and exactly. then it was fucking the big show exactly <laughs> so we're just gonna we're gonna get into a couple wrestling uh, weekend related things I guess WrestleMania weekend now what the hell were we just talking about no so you know start you guys start going on a tangent you about- asked me how I liked. Brian Danielson's run in oh, AEW. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said I liked it more than Adam Cole and Red Dragon. I feel like they're not, they don't feel as important to me as mm. they did in NXT. They just, they're kind of like there. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, where did we go from there? So I know we were talking, to, mm-hmm. we were talking about. Um, Adam Cole. And I said, I like Adam Cole, but I'm not a big Red Dragon fan. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is probably just because of their personality types. They, mm-hmm. They're not a- animated enough for me. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So you were you were saying, I wonder if, you know, after the bunch of releases WWE made, if they were going to move and transition back to more character based yeah. yeah. wrestlers, and like when- thinking back in like the, the 90s of your uh, Duke the Dumpster Drosies. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't want to... We were saying there should be an in-between. You don't want full Duke the Dumpster Drosie, yeah, but you don't want a not. roster full of Dean Malenko's at the same time either. Yeah, right. So it's like there needs to be that that perfect in-between. And their most successful errors, like even the Attitude Error, you had like Val Venus, you had mm-hmm. The Godfather, and then in the 80s, you had, <laughs> you know... <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone, all right there. I'm sorry, Joe. I had to. <laughs> no, I have no, to apologize. Good. My you're bad. Good. I lost it real fast. I only lost it because you said Godfather, and <laughs> I, I pictured the Godfather, <laughs> and then, like three seconds later, I pictured something else. So me and Tom yesterday actually after chopped, we were like, let's hit some new fucking places because we haven't fucking done the thrifting thing in God knows how long. So. We were like, fuck it, we'll hit some spots, see what we can find. We actually came up on some jerseys yesterday. Big Philly Eagle, Billy, Big Eagles collection. Big Eagle day, yeah. Big Eagle collection, but so besides that, we found the Berlin, like, flea market or some shit like that. Yeah. And there was some fucking real, I mean, it might have been just because Friday afternoon, there were some real critters running around <laughs> that place, bro. No disrespect. No disrespect, T. But, yo, 
There was a couple. There was a couple off brands in that fucking building, my friend. And it, I'm not talking about just the deals and the sales in the fucking flea market. So there was these two guys, and I, I don't care because they'll never. Uh, these well, guys, I'll we never just cut out our fucking South Jersey audience. That's for sure. No, 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 because no, they might not represent South. They're not, Jersey. Yeah, this is just like, this is a flea market. Yeah, these are flea market people. I these associate people these came all the way. I'm, I associate T. Cook with people like this. You know, <laughs> from <saying>? parts unknown. <laughs> so this crew, it was like a a guy pushing another guy in a wheelchair. That's that seems normal. But they were dressed like actual like pimps, like the Godfather, like full blown attire. And I was just like, "What the, f- what the fuck is this?" Like I didn't. I thought, uh, yeah. Well, he thought it, I, at first I thought they might have been filming something as a prank. I totally thought it was a TikTok video. <laughs> something totally because you don't see people in full blown pimp attire like that. Not often. anymore. And no. the guy in the wheelchair, oh, he was dying. Actually, I, we can burn it. He was dead. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, the deceased guy in the wheelchair. He's like to the slump, to the uh, side, mask on, so you couldn't tell if he was I, breathing or I not. I totally thought they were either playing characters or role playing. I, I don't know. I was it was like, no. very weird. It's one of those things you walk past, and you, then you I think, had the question. I was like, stop? what the fuck was that? Yeah, what yeah. the fuck did I just look at? Yeah, I, I did that? a double take. I look back, I'm like, no way. Yeah. You know what? That guy's dressed like a real pimp. You know what? I think Tony Khan should sign them, yeah. and they should be all elite. <laughs> Yeah. What would you name that tag team? <laughs> By the way, I, I like how on uh, Chop yesterday, I don't know who the fuck said it, but um, when we were in the studio, they were like, oh, it looks like a fucking just a tag, tag team, team just entered team. or some <laughs> shit. That's funny. They called me and Mark a tag team. Yeah, that's, that's about right. Mm-hmm. The but bad anyways, boys of Chop Sports. That's right, baby. I like that title. Oh, my God, dude. That was, uh, but yeah. Sorry, Joe. I cut no, you off no, completely you're good. Uh, you're good, but I was going into the character modes of Attitude Error back when, it, right. when they did well. And then even the 80s, Ultimate Warrior, Demolition. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to say the Red Rooster, but like, <laughs> you know, you had, <laughs> you had all these characters and that's when they were super successful. So I'm just wondering if like... They think that'll work again? It, that might, yeah, that might be the thing. Hey, hey we did this. But... They did this NXT thing, and they had all these guys coming up, and I nothing like seemed Braun to work. Breaker, though. Yeah, Braun Breaker's great. I think yeah. he's the future. Yesterday was uh, also the Hall of Fame speeches. Yeah. It was, man. I fucking missed it, and it just completely blew over my head. Totally forgot about it. Um, I mean, I haven't been into the Hall of Fame thing in a while, mm. but I will say. But, but you knew Taker was I going in. You I, had, I forgot. Yeah. Man, I totally yeah. forgot about it. This is what happens when you're a fucking adult and you have responsibilities yeah. and you can't <laughs> dedicate your whole entire world to wrestling. I wish I could. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Especially this weekend. It's so tough. Oh, there's like so literally much going on. Like I said, Russo was at him and Gutter were met up with Vinny last night randomly at that death match where Schlack wrestled. Yeah. So there was wrestling all everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, especially if you were in Dallas. But uh, I'm, I'm pissed I missed the Taker speech. But Joe, you yeah. checked it out. Fill me in, brother. So, so I watched it this morning because I missed it as well. But um, it was his speech. They let him go. He went for like a full hour. It that's crazy. It Worth was it. like a motion, uh, motivational speech almost. Yeah. Like mixed in. It reminded me of something like DDP would do. Mm. Uh, he had three points. It was like. Mental, uh, I forgot how he phrased it, but it was like, you know, uh, mental maneuvers or something. And it, th- that was like his core value and um, in the speech. But he referenced like so many people. 
I know Noel Foley was like, mm-hmm. oh, That's they should have mentioned. You, no mention of Mick? So my thought is the people he mentioned seem to be his close friends. And my question would be, did, was Mick Foley and Mark Calloway actually like yeah. best friends behind the scenes? If not, then my next question would be, why wasn't Mick Foley at the Hall of Fame? And mm-hmm. that could be why he didn't fully get mentioned. I think McMahon might have mentioned Mankind because mm-hmm. he went through a list of guys that Undertaker fought and yeah, yeah. he just like spewed it out. And he did it really quick because he was like, I don't want people to say what, what? after everybody. So he was just like, Jimmy Snooker, yeah. Jake Roberts, blah, 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 like <laughs> spewing out the mouth. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, damn, for 74 years old, he did yeah. this really well. Vince? Um, yeah, Vince. Dude, I, th- I recently saw a story where it was Vince wanted to fight somebody. Kurt Angle. <laughs> I saw oh, that article. That, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I've heard about that. Well, Kurt Angle was on a podcast talking about it. Okay. He's like, Mr. McManamy is like, he's really trying to go right now. Because yeah, when yeah. Kurt was like really fucked up in a dark place. And he, he sent him to text messages and shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He would just send him like darks fucking text messages saying I want to kick your ass and all this shit. Oh, man. And so when Kurt went in there for something to talk to Vince. He took his shirt off. Vince pulled out the messages. I guess he had them saved for years (laughs) and was like, you want to fight me? Yeah. Yeah, Let's go. Let's Let's go right now. Dead ass Vince is crazy, man. Oh, he's nuts. Yeah. Respect, though. He's the king of insane. Yeah. Definitely. But, um, but yeah, yeah, the the speech, I, I would definitely go back. Like, if anybody has Peacock, Go back, check it out. It's How many mod owns? No, oh, you're giving the speech. I, oh, I like ten out of ten mod owns. This is one of the best game. Hall of Fame speeches in years. Because there's been some duds. Yeah, the Steiners weren't that good. I, I kind of was gonna say I, I was gonna mention the Steiners. I, I was think yeah. it was, I didn't think Scott, it was terrible. Yeah, Scott was like he was just like he was very respectful, and yeah. part of me wonders if it's because of Braun Breaker. It's yeah. like hey, let's not ruin this kid's yep. you know career. But he did go like long because Rick made a joke like yeah they gave us four minutes you took three of them Mm -hmm. Uh, and he went i think he actually took like seven yeah so but yeah his um his speech with you know it was it it wasn't what you would think like oh he's going crazy but you know it was fine but it was exactly yeah yeah exactly but like i don't know will he wrestle respect to the steiners that's all i gotta say uh, Scott doesn't look like he could wrestle no, again. Scott's looking rough. Yeah, he yeah. still looks kind of big though. No, he definitely looks like he's got that that muscle. But well, Hogan looks that way too. Yeah, he can't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think Hogan's going to wrestle unless he just. Oh, oh he would if they let he him. He would if they let him, but I don't yeah, think anybody's so going to let him. I know that's a problem uh, though, guys. Imagine putting Hogan and Flair in a ring. Oh my gosh, oh, it would be the most disgusting. I'm pretty sure Saudi Arabia, the most disgusting <laughs> display of fucking wrestling you've ever seen. Sloppiest, slowest <laughs> bullshit you ever watch. Yeah, they'd be wrestling in quicksand, bro. Literally. <laughs> oh my! I God. don't even know what you do. Yeah, we, it would just be like an hour of chops, <laughs> basically. <laughs> chops. Nah, and it could only be a couple, couple chops, a leg drop. I, I, I think if he did a leg drop, he might just like, like break his hip. Yeah. yeah, his whole body will just like it'd be like a crash test on me. I turn into <laughs> dust. And Hogan uh, was a character, man. Exactly. Just going back to that old point of like, yeah, maybe that's you know that's kind of what WWE what they to me want is to like do is make for. characters again. Yeah, make characters again. That's why you got like Rick Boogs, whether you like him or not. It's you know, mm-hmm. I I could see people getting giving him a huge pop, uh, you know, at WrestleMania. Yeah, and yeah. wherever he goes, didn't that guy basically just steal Elias's gimmick? Uh, essentially. 
He's, it's like the rock version of what Elias was doing, but... Elias is what? The country version of himself? I get, yeah, it's just that southern country, that walkabout, whatever you <laughs> Walk want to call it. The drifter. Yeah, the drifter. Drifter shit. Yeah, just the acoustic guitar. This guy's got the electric guitar with the bandana oh, and... Shit. You know, it's... Pure animated 80s. version. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of that's fucking so corny. Yeah. Not, listen, why, why, they man, why can they match this guy up with Nakamura? Is he still with Nakamura? Yeah, they're actually going for the tag titles. Yeah, I saw that. Today, so, right? Yeah, today. Yeah, they're probably going to lose. <laughs> well, you never know. But, yeah, I mean, it's the Usos. so <laughs> Exactly. Well, I'm sure Fuck everybody knows Usos. right now. <laughs> we didn't want to get into that, but, what? you know. Everybody that's listening at the moment will know. Oh yeah, yeah. That who no, yeah, won that gonna, match? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to go into that. Um, um, no, no, no. You know who else has a chance, or was actually a good version of an animated character that worked for a long time until it didn't. Yeah, was Bailey. Yeah, the Bailey character. That's true. With the fucking swishy people, what are they yeah, called? Yeah, the wacky, <laughs> wavable, inflatable tube men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those and, the, you know, the smiley faces and, and that ponytail. And, you know, she kind of had that and it worked and it was a great baby face character. Yeah. But very much a character. It was, know? it was. But uh, it, I think it did run its course and I do like what Bailey did because I feel like she actually shows that she has uh, the capability of doing more than versatile. one note. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, 100%. And then you look at Cena. Cena was another one. Yeah. Who was very much a character. Yeah, definitely. And it worked for a long time. So, exactly. you know, going back to our discussion before, can WWE transition transition more towards that character-based model? You know, it's it's a proven model. Yeah. We've seen it yeah, in different but eras. I feel like that's the problem. Like, they keep going back to the same old bullshit. That's a lot of companies do. Oh, right, it so, works, it works, we'll use it. But the times change. People are different. The audience is different. So how would you make it different then? If you had the opportunity to switch up WWE, because we know, you know, at least you and I talk about it, I feel like every week, mm. is how we're dissatisfied with, you know, the majority of the presentation that they put yeah. out. Yeah. So, you know, make you GM, <laughs> put your GM hat on. <laughs> you, you Vince know. gave you the reins. Yeah. So you would know, just, what would you do? Dude, I would just... I would make the characters less character and more substance. You know what I'm saying? A happy balance in between. Yeah, you have that that middle road that we're talking about. That like, where you have to have a bit of a character, but you have to also be like a technically good wrestler and put mm. on a fucking good match and a good show. That's yeah. why I like AEW so much. Well, Bray Wyatt was another one like that. I thought too. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know he would that again another perfect example of a character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like what Wood was just saying, can wrestle and put on a good match to be very entertaining inside the ring as well. Yeah, so you just need to have those guys who can do that. I, I part of me is if trying you do to that, think you and, and you and if you do that and you 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 write it correctly, it works. I it's think not rocket science to make wrestling enjoyable. It's true, but just I just watch some fucking indie shows. Watch like a collective ten separate indie shows, and watch what all all ten of them have in common. Yes, but are we talking about having a good in ring product, or are we talking about making money? We're and talking then there's about two different both. things. Yeah, it's the WWE that's model, which the is w, that's why I'm like money being entertaining. I think I like the idea now that you have AEW, you have NWA, you have Impact, you have all that stuff because I can get that wrestling aspect from those companies and then the entertainment aspect. 
I get from WWE and I'm not pissed off because, hey, if I want to see FTR versus Briscoes, which happened last night, mm -hmm. apparently it's amazing. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but like, hey, if I want to see a really good match, I tune into that. Yeah. And then if I want to see like, you know, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar just being great Okay, characters. so if that's the case, if yeah. that's how you look at it. That's how then, I look at it. Then WWE should just be character-based. Because if you want your good rest, you're just going to go somewhere else and get it, right? You can, but I'm watching it in two different forms. So but I'm if I was running WWE, saying, who, I yeah, would yeah. want to rope everybody in. Both. Exactly. I'd want to yeah. rope everybody in. Okay. So that's why I'd, well, I'd want those aspects in WWE to rope in those fans so it's, it's inclusive to everybody. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like, I'm not just looking at WWE as, like, oh, here's the big character, like, big Brock and big fucking Roman. You know, like, that's not, like... yeah. It, the big cat, you know, like that's because what yeah. it is, it's character based big time. And like, if I was to change it, I would just make it a little less of that. So you have more of the technical yeah, side. More, you yeah. built the other guys no, in. That's true. You so know? you're saying you would take on more of the indie model that way? Uh, yep. Because like I said, look at the indie show and they'll tell you that you'll look at the same thing. There's spots that everybody cheers for. There's different things, and it's the same at all the shows. But would that work for WWE? I think they tried that already and it Did failed. They? Where? In NXT. NXT. When? When it was successful and they ruined it? or Yeah, but how successful really was it? I mean, they went to cable TV. They couldn't even beat AEW in the ratings. Well, so come on now. I'm just saying. And AEW is stuck at between 800,000 and a million viewers a week. So mm -hmm. they're not, you know, they're not gaining viewers. And they put on shows where it's like, here's Jericho, here's Brian Danielson, here's CM Punk. And it's still keeping the same. Well, you also, if you're not if you're look at the straight numbers, like you can't even count the streaming numbers because I'm just you saying. don't know them really. They don't really put them out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but, I just feel like if that was the case, and you were looking elsewhere for the, the actual matches, mm -hmm. just keep WWE the way it is, then. and then just roll out char more characters, roll out the goofiest shit you ever seen. See here, I'm not. <laughs> you know, the, now you're now you're being sour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now you're just being you're being completely sour about it. But you know, I, I think some of the difference is that again we're saying that you can kind of have your cake and eat it too, where you could have really good um, characters, but they're also sound wrestlers in the ring. Mm -hmm. They can create good stories in the ring as well as outside doing vignettes and things like that. Um, again, like Bray Wyatt again comes to mind as a recent mm -hmm. guy, John Cena, um, Bailey, some of these more larger life characters. Yeah. Um, but again, having that in-ring skill as well. I think if you do that a little more, because if you go back to like the 80s and 90s, they a lot of those guys were not good wrestlers. No, they weren't. Yeah. They're all characters. Right? And then it just becomes but that's what I'm saying, when kind it of more humor-based than yeah, anything else. Yeah, but I'm saying, but like at that time period, it worked because of the fucking, the world we lived in, the audience was different. That's all I'm saying. In today's world, if you want to make it less fucking corny... You have to add that other element because those other fans are the fans that are going to watch it and make it like not just a kid's show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, me personally, if I'm building a roster or I have a breeding ground like, you know, NXT or something yeah. like that at my disposal, I'm looking for people like that that could kind of do both. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's yeah. how I want to shape my organization is guys that are versatile that could bring both. You know, I don't want a guy that's a, a really entertaining character, but you put him in the ring and he can't do shit. I mean, it's the worst. That's you know, how vice versa. That's how Roman Reigns was when he first started. Think about it. He was a straight character when he first started. He couldn't wrestle worth a shit. He would just do that fucking punch. punch <laughs> yeah, spear. but he got over. Yeah. But like, 
uh, over time, he's fucking put in the now, work. And now you can tell he's a phenomenal he's a wrestler. Top great tier. performer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great performer. In the beginning, he wasn't. Now yeah. he's legitimately good. He learned from all his shit. Now he's successful. Yeah. I mean, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah, build the character. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They don't. I, WWD today also, that's another problem. They don't build the characters anymore. Yeah. For any other mid, for any other card than a world title. Yeah. They don't treat any other belt with respect. Yeah, at the all. mid card's a joke. It's been a joke for a long time. So also, if I was a GM, I would, re, title. Yeah. I would revamp the mid card completely. Yeah. And I would make smart. the other, I would make the other titles relevant. Yo, I bet you if you just do that, You'll bring in way more viewership anyway, and that remo- alone, and remove the um, brand split. Yeah, yeah. Remove the I brand split. Hate the brand split. You'll give more people opportunity for these titles. You make the titles relevant, and that's what you I'm can saying. build storyline, and you'll have time to do it. You Why so limit the opportunity of or the number of matches that you can have that are great matchups? Yeah. Guys that like would cr- tell great stories for feuds, great stories in the ring. And why would you limit those opportunities with the brand split? It doesn't make sense. I think the brand split has a great concept of, like, there's this thing, but they don't execute it. And if you're not going to execute it the way that the concept could be executed, you might as well just uh, squash it. And because they're not. And people move from brand to brand, and you forget who's on what brand. Oh, yeah. Because you don't give a shit. It's like, oh, yeah, Seth Rollins was on SmackDown for a year, and now he's on Raw, and then next year he'll be on SmackDown. Next year he'll be on Raw. Yeah, and you're just like, I. No. And then you go to Survivor Series, you're like Raw versus SmackDown. It's always after the draft. Yeah. So now you're getting guys who wrestled each other for a year on opposite ends, and it's like, oh, it's Raw versus SmackDown. But it's like, well, no, they've had a feud back in like March. Yeah. Whole brand supremacy thing is so done over a million times over. And I get the concept, and it's kind of a cool concept, but you're not executing it, so you might as well just squash it. And you're getting rid of so many guys anyway. And it's so meaningless. Yeah. The result is meaningless. Yeah. So I I don't like the brand split. I don't understand why people like the brand split. They I think they're just basing it off of what could happen. But in the close to 20 years that the brand split has happened, I think there's been like three to four years it's been successful. So you're talking mm-hmm. about what? A quarter of the time they've had the brand split has been successful. That's that's not good. No, I mean, how many years combined? You look back over time. Yeah, from 2002 to Was that now. the initial brand split? So the initial oh, brand two. split was 2002. They stopped it around like 2012, I guess. Mm. And honestly, I feel like that's when you guys started rewatching Picked it. Back it. Up. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah, when yeah, it yeah, stopped. Yeah. When it was gone, I was like, and, all right, I'll watch and it. And then 2016, it was, it was somewhat decent. SmackDown Live was really good at a certain point. But yeah, and then it was like, Two years down the road, it just like sour. It it's a fucking stale storyline, and it's like okay, I don't care because you're flipping this guy back and forth, back and forth, or he's here for two years, or she's there for two years, then she goes over, and but it's like they're still fighting the same people because mm-hmm. that other person was there a year ago or two years ago, and they had a feud, and it's just like now you don't remember who was on Raw, who was on SmackDown when it happened. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not going to remember that, you might as well just squash it and have cool matches like throughout. Doesn't even matter. And get rid of the multiple titles. Have one world title. Yeah, that's your point. And then you can make the IC title be like a world world title, the other world title in a way. Yeah. Are there any titles that you would remove or any that you could add? 
I would, um, I think the IC and US maybe combine that and then do like either bring back the European or a TV title as like, that could be what the IC title is now. Where mm-hmm. like a Ricochet, I, I think last night fought uh, Garza and um, Umberto. And so that could be your TV title match. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to actually have it. Like if it's mm-hmm. not on WrestleMania, it's not on WrestleMania, whatever exactly. you want to say. But at least it's like, hey, here's a title. We gave it to Ricochet. And he's wrestling these other guys that we're trying to bring up. And maybe eventually down the road, they yep. can move up to become you know, bigger stars. So mm-hmm. here, here's my thought on a on a lower card title because I, I I like the idea of that like I like mm-hmm. the old school TV titles back in the day the WCW title mm-hmm. yeah the TV title was fantastic right gave a lot of guys some opportunities to, be, to become relevant um, the one thing that I was thinking was to like modernize that a little bit and having like a true uh, internet title. Yeah, yeah, you know? that'd be kind of cool. Well, I think Impact, Impact has their uh, social media or something. Yeah. Zack Ryder has some title. That's yeah, like, he made that title, though. No, but there's like another title, too. Oh, that, really? Like, Impact has, and I can't think of what the name is. But So even ahead. if WWE did this or whoever, AEW could probably do it well because they have their you know internet shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, you know, let's just use WWE, for example. Uh, have that internet title in... I don't know, have it as a pre-recorded match and then air it on SmackDown Raw mm-hmm. whenever you want, you know, as a pre-recorded match or or play it before Raw or something and or go live with it even. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different options that yeah. you could do is do yeah, like an internet know, title. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. Only defend, it, on, you know, only defend it on, on the internet. On a Tuesday night at six o'clock, live on Facebook, logging yeah. just for this one match. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, it would get, make it significant because it's the only match. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who would tune? I would tune in for 15 minutes, 20 yeah, minutes, just for it. one match for a title. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's a cool idea. It's not a bad idea at all. I actually like that idea a lot. Too bad Vince will never do nothing like that. Cause it's yeah. good. That's what I said, because it's a good idea, so he's so not going to do Imp- it. Impact actually has the Digital Media World Championship. Okay. All right, so okay. what's that so, about? Um, it's actually an intergender championship. What? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, Isn't it the 24-7 title basically that? Yeah. It, it's become that, yeah. yeah. So I guess I guess that's your, <laughs> mm. your kind of internet title. In I don't know. They just... They they made it. I like my idea better. Yeah, yeah no, your yeah. idea is cool. I do like that because then it gives it gives you a reason to watch because there's dark and there's dark elevation mm-hmm. on imp, you know impact like Monday and Tuesday I believe or not impact uh, AEW mm-hmm. and you're it's like who like do you, nobody watches it and people get lost in the shuffle and then Jay Lethal comes out you haven't seen him since he lost to Sammy Guevara and he's the number three ranked individual yeah how that happened who'd he beat. Yeah, he he teamed up with Sonny Kiss a couple of times. He basically right. became the Joey Janela of AEW, mm-hmm. and then he shows up to face Adam Cole so they could give Adam Cole, you know, a bump. And I have a feeling it's because I think they actually listen to Jim Cornette's podcast a lot, and he's like, "Oh, Jay Lethal's on the side of a milk carton because you can't find him." Mm-hmm. And then he shows up. He's like, "Oh, number three ranked contender. <laughs> How'd that happen? Where? How? Yeah. Where those matches take place? Yeah. And, th- and then he loses. And then he loses to Mox. In what? Why? Why is Mox facing Lethal? If Mox is gonna have a one-on-one match, yeah. why isn't he fighting somebody in Best Friends? Because Wheeler Yuta 
is like thinking of joining, you know, the Regal crew. Right, right. So why not have him wrestle somebody in Best Friends? Why is it Jay Lethal? Oh, because Jim Cornette made fun of the fact that Jay Lethal hasn't been on TV. <laughs> so just make Jay Lethal lose again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Two, he's lost every match on, on TBS or TNT. Yeah. What's the point? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, Cody Rhodes is going to sign. Sorry, you got, I think, Dom, you might have said this, or MJF's going to sign. He's going to be wrestling for the uh, 24-7 title. Oh, yeah. Well, AEW does the same shit. <laughs> not always, though. I'm just saying. I feel like Jay Lethal is a good example of that. Yeah. They brought him but in I mean, as like, like a big signing, and then they kind of... They did nothing. Yeah. Well, did they make it a really big deal though? I feel like they yeah, did. full gear. They were like, did "Oh, they? we we have a big signing, and here's Jay Lethal, and he's gonna have a TNT title match against Sammy Guevara. Loses, disappears for eight weeks, <laughs> and then comes back and yeah. wrestles Adam Cole. Loses. Oh yeah, that doesn't make sense. All right, so I guess we're gonna stay with the AEW news and big news coming out of the ROH Supercard of Honor. Um, Fucking Samoa Joe, man. At the end of the show, I didn't oh, watch the whole thing. I saw some clips, though. Uh, comes yeah. out and goes face-to-face with Jay Lethal at the end of the show. Mm. Kind of makes Jay Lethal look like a bitch. Um, then announces he's all elite. What do you guys think of this? What do you make of it? What are your predictions for Samoa Joe now that he is signed to AEW? Oh, I just think it's... Well, he's he's signed to AEW, right? Not ROH. That's all elite. Everybody's signed to AEW. I honestly wish. Okay. So he's signed to AEW, so you think he's... Because re- Tony Khan said they're still going to do ROH, and they're going to have ROH. Yeah, I just don't know when the next show is. And then they have the champions, but all the champions are AEW guys. So granted, ROH, like their whole roster go, but... What what exactly is going to happen? Yeah, now? you know so what? Like, what do would, we do with that? Yeah. So would Samoa Joe be the face of ROH? I, I would assume, but then the fact that they put Samoa Joe is all elite on Twitter, I'm like, what? Yeah, what? But, what are but you? He came doing? out of ROH show. Of course he did, but like, when's the next ROH show? And that loses any um, authority well, towards then, ROH. Guess, then why why have an ROH? I, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, where's the I don't know. I would. Uh, I would like to have hints of ROH. Yeah. If everyone's just all elite anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I just assume that maybe he'll be like the face of ROH, and that could be kind of good to build. Like him and Jay Lethal could be well, the first yeah. major feud. And I mean, it's a throwback. People know mm-hmm. the history, yeah. but why not recreate it on a more mainstream yeah. level? Two guys that could tell a story, have history with each other, are comfortable with each other. So, because honestly, I like that. Honestly, I don't see much room for him on the main roster. Agreed, Joe. Yeah, yeah. It, you're gonna kick like Keith Lee's gonna disappear. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I guys mean? Guys are gonna like, be out. Yeah, it's gonna be. They like, have a lot of guys. They sound a lot of guys. I get it. But you, they give a lot of guys screen time. But you can't give everyone screen time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like Joe is someone who needs some screen time. Yeah. He's so he's on the level you, of yeah, Brian. So just give him like the main punk. event screen time on ROH. Yeah. You yeah, know, he would be perfect. Sense. He it would be perfect sense. in Ring of Honor if. But I also think Tony Khan's going to announce shit for ROH soon because he said they're going to do a weekly show. 
okay, if that's the case, then that would be cool. But yeah, like, I don't know if it's going to be an internet show or what, yeah. but it's, they said they're going to do an all-weekly ROH show. And how much crossover are they going to have between brands now? I'd say probably a lot, because they were doing crossover like Impact and shit, yeah. and like this is a brand they own now, so they'll probably just bring guys. It's almost they control their own forbidden door now, basically. Yeah, like, because yeah. yeah. you could shuffle guys in. NXT. You could shuffle guys, yeah, you could shuffle guys in and out of there that you're not using. On the main roster, you know? Yeah, it would work. And utilize down there for a little while. Build up something. If you want to bring them back, you still can. Yeah, that's basically what you'd have to do is just be like, okay, I'm not using these five guys. Yeah. Let's send them to Ring of Honor. Yeah, let them have a run down there. And, you yeah. know, keep them happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. FTR looked like. super happy in that really? post. In the that's press conference saying, afterwards. Like, because they haven't been used at all in AEW in a good way. Yeah, like so, they were champs and they lost to the Bucks, and that so was about yeah. it. So now, if you're Always. Not use, so now if you're not going to use them, yeah. why don't you just leave them there? Because yeah. I also heard a rumor that that the Briscoes aren't going to AEW. I I heard because uh, one of their like t- old tweets was like really 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 bad, and so like. <laughs> Uh, t- Fuck I don't. You. I think it was anti-gay. It, or it something. was like, oh, yeah, it was man. that. Um, and and so I I don't know if uh, AEW would want, or even TBS Turner Broadcasting mm-hmm. would want them on their show. And then I'm curious, would Tony Khan even have them on, in Ring of Honor? I don't know. Knowing that he owns it, is there any stake mm-hmm. in him hiring them for Ring of Honor and Turner going like? We don't want you hiring these people. It's yeah. almost similar to Tessa Blanchard, why she's still out there with, yeah. with, with her issues. Yeah, um, exactly. And, the, and some of the comments she made and um, you know some of the claims that people made uh, about her. I, I think that's the yeah. major reason why Tony Khan and a lot of other um, promoters out there don't want anything to do with her. It's, it's bad PR. Yeah. Yeah. I wish some stuff, I guess, wasn't said because they would be perfect. Oh, perfect. Whether it's Ring of Honor or AEW oh, or yeah. whatever. Oh, great matchup they'd, potential with yeah. a lot of guys, yeah, a lot of teams. They'd be so good to have that. The there. AEW tag division is like their second best division. Yeah. No, it's definitely a good it's, division. It's, they it's have legit. solid teams. It's I, I like the TNT title a lot, too, though. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad right. They do it right. That's what I said. They do it right. Like, granted, they don't do everything right, Say but it. the majority of things, they give me yeah. everything I need, dude. I, listen, I, <laughs> I enjoy that thing. comment because it's not comparing, and I know I probably did some earlier, but like, it's not doing the compare contrast to WWE, and I mm-hmm. think that's my biggest stick because it's like... Hey, let's yeah, say I've, I've been able to tune WD just WWE pretty much out. Yeah, and <laughs> that's fine if you don't need to watch it. It's like that's why I, you know, and the point I think I was making earlier, although I was making it based off of a different point that you were making, it's like WWE to me is like if it's like Fast and the Furious movies and that's your bag, and you can sit down with popcorn and mm-hmm. watch it, that's cool. And if AEW is more of like that. Uh, exploitation action movie like class of 1999 mm-hmm. or something like that and that's your bag and you could watch that cool and if yeah. you could watch both for different reasons awesome and yeah. like yeah they're kind of all the same thing but it's like they're slightly different yeah. and you know hey let's watch this for this and that for that but like you know if if you're going to complain about one thing it's like well look at the other shoe and yeah yeah I see what you're saying. Joey yeah. Blue Reviews, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> Bringing it Breaking to it down. <laughs> Bringing it to you. Live and direct. What's going on with you, man, with the Joey Blue Reviews? Are you slacking? Are you, do, are you, you watching? Uh, What's new? Yeah, so uh, I kind of, uh, I'm, I'm on and off. I, I feel like October is my biggest 
time mm. period for me. And you go heavy. I go heavy. Um, I guess. I guess actually, the last two weeks because I went to go see um, that movie X from Ty West, mm-hmm. and then I saw the Batman. Which I know you oh, talked about. Fucking great, it's, right? it's really good. I don't still can't get a stream. Oh, therefore, I haven't seen it. It's gonna be, I think, on HBO Max fairly soon. All right, cool. I'll get it. Dude, so it you'll probably so be able to good, get it then. Man. It's it's really it's so good. Good. Um, yeah, I determined. It, it took me a minute. I was like, you know what? It's my favorite Batman. I put it over for me. I I feel like I might need to watch it a couple more times mm-hmm. to determine that. But I want to watch it again to be certain. I do love the beginning. I love the fact that they use that. Um, when he what's first the, showed up, how badass. Yeah, well, so the Nirvana good. song. Oh, what's that, that, all that, that, that something in the way. Yeah, and I then, knew that song was going to spike too when that uh, shit came out. I'm like, that's going to be on the Billboard's watch. Yeah, yeah, and that just like the the bass that's just like done, mm-hmm. and it, they played it kind of in the background too without it being fully. The song, mm-hmm. like when he's walking into the apartment of the oh yeah the guy, the but um, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. But it's definitely a great watch. X is a great watch. It's a little bit of a slow burn. If uh, everybody says it's good, yeah, I see. Like I saw something for it online. I was like, I don't know if this is gonna be successful or not. It it's a twenty four film. I mean, that's so what I'm saying. That's the They're thing. Hit or miss. What's the backstory on this one? Um, so like, what's it about? Yeah, the yeah. movie. Um, there's a film crew. They they go to like a secluded place to film a porno. Yeah. And then I, I honestly don't want to just give it away, but like crazy shit goes down. Texas Chainsaw style? Because that's what um, it looks like in the portrayal. It has a look of Texas Chainsaw, but I'd say don't go in thinking New it's Texas, Texas Chainsaw. Chainsaw or no, no, like old school. Like it, like it takes Chainsaw. place in the 70s and it feels like it's in the 70s. Okay, okay. Uh, so it has like that nice feel to mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, there's like the beginning, it's a lot of like talking and whatnot, but it does feel like you're watching a porn because there's just like a full on scene where it's just like <laughs> you're they're filming and it's basically a porn scene. I'm intrigued. Um, so that's the beginning. And then once the second half happens and you start getting to the like kills and stuff, it's kind of like, oh, wow, this is this is pretty cool. Nice. And uh, I but see yeah, shit yeah. for it. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta stick with it. So, like Dom, if you're like 20 minutes in, you're like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Just stick with it for a little bit. I did that last night. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> I know you do it often. <laughs> I, oh God, I have no patience. What did you What did you watch last night? Um, what the fuck was it? Uh, it was a show with uh, Kevin Costner and. Fucking Montana. Oh, is that the Yellowstone? Yellowstone. My mom goes on about that. So everyone talks about how raves, raves, how good Yellowstone. Same thing. My mom goes in on it. My mom too. Same Mm. thing. Got to see Yellowstone. I think uh, Gary and Kyle they were watching it. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give it a shot. Brooke and I have been talking about. Gary would watch it. We'll we'll, we'll watch (laughs) it. You know, because her and I we're very we have very very different tastes Mm -hmm. when it comes to music most of the time, except a couple artists. Um, and shows and movies, kind of same thing. Um, mm. So when we find something, we, we want to stick to it. So we thought this one could potentially be one that we might be into, so let's give it a shot. So last night, dude, 10 minutes in, I'm like, nope, this is not for me. She's like, are you kidding me right now? I'm, like, I'm not entertained. I don't care about this. Nice scenery, nice, nice shots. This is going to bore me to death, though, guaranteed. Uh-huh. So I think it takes it. a while. Did you give it more than 20 minutes? That was it. No, no, no. He gone after 10. Yeah. He gave 20. 15, yeah. 20. Mm. And, then, and then when she went to the bathroom, yeah. we didn't pause you, it. You and I skipped it? like 25 <laughs> minutes and didn't tell her. 
<laughs> of course you did. Uh-huh. I wanted to get that shit over with. Yeah. And I eventually I complained enough and we shut it off anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, this is bad. And she's like, all right, put on whatever the fuck you want to watch. I'm like, all right, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, I skim around and, um, you know, just like fucking... You land on a house of a thousand corpses. Well, no, 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 no. I tried not to put on ROH because I knew it was on. But yeah. I, I want to glance, just want to. Mm-hmm. I, I put it on for a couple minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I promise I'm not going to watch wrestling. I won't, yeah. you know? So I go on YouTube. She's like, don't go on YouTube. I go to Netflix. I'm scrolling around. I, f- I feel bad for her now, thinking back. I'm like, I put her through like another like hour of just me scrolling through shit. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to bed. That's it. I'd say she completely gave up. Uh, so, ladies her. and gentlemen, this is marriage life and uh, dealing with me. I, I can't, dude. I get so indecisive with what I want to uh, watch. I uh-huh. can't. I don't know what it is. I don't, maybe I have ADD. I can't I, sit down and watch something and then like just. I can't fucking pick something. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with me. I can't pick shit either. Uh, I'm like, yeah. even shit on my watch list. I'm like, I'm like, I don't ever start any of it. Yeah, I'm like, I'll, I'll find other shit. I'll have like 17 things in my watch list, and I'll look at each one of them. They're all different: comedy, action, horror, whatever. And I'm like, none of them I want to watch. And then I just pick something random mm-hmm. that like makes no sense. It's I not put on, on blow my list. last night. Yeah, yeah, classic. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. There's always those comfort it's, movies. I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm just putting that on. Fuck it. Exactly. That's it's, there. It's one of those things where it's just. What like, do you know oh, about cocaine, Mr. George? Austin George. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, it's mm-hmm. funny you mentioned blow. So you know how we did the poll? Mm-hmm. Who's the bigger piece of shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenny or yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginger? We forgot to add. Mm-hmm. Boston George's mom. Oh, mom yeah. Mom from Blow. She's a cunt. Because oh. I think she might have taken it. I don't she think she would take it. Her own I mean, Jadakiss yeah. even called her out. And like the <laughs> bitch, like the mother from <laughs> yeah. Blow. Yep. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Uh, she was a fucking. I had to do it. Your son's no prize. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, uh, fucking. And the, and the old man, too bad, man. You know, oh. so mm. disappointed. Mm. Sad. Yeah, it's almost sad. You feel bad for the guy because the last one was a total setup. Oh, dude! Just for a couple, just to do one that gets you in the field. Yeah, because you're like he's just trying to do a favor too, like not even trying to get off. It was his last run. Yep. Fucking damn it! Oh, you can get caught in your last one. What, what's what was his name? What was his name? Dewey? What was it? Yeah, uh, Dudley or whatever his name or some shit like that. Yeah. Fucking rat. Yeah, rat snitch. Remember Tuna in the beginning? Oh, yeah. Big boy. Mm-hmm. That dude's absolutely jacked now. Is he really? He's insane jacked. Wow. He's in the best shape I've ever seen of almost anybody. Period. Wasn't he in, like, uh, the butterfly effect? Yeah, he's in a ton like? of shit. He was in American oh. history. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, in yeah. a ton of fucking things. Isn't it like yeah. Ethan Sun? I don't know. Ethan mm-hmm. Suppley mm-hmm. or something. Suppley. Here you go. Like but, yeah, he... Um, Shredded? No, he's insane. He's he, fucking yeah. jacked. I think he's in the hunt. He's insane. That's the that's the movie you could see like a little bit of a change there or something. Uh, I'd, he was in Wolf of Wall Street too. Okay. I said Butterfly Effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is, but I, also underrated movie. Fulton Reed. Butterfly Effect. Yeah. Yeah. That well, the first one's good. The, the fucking. Oh, that's all I count. The, the, yeah. the, they made some shit after that. I was like, what the fuck is this? No, no, no. The, the, the first one I think is. Criminally, under yeah, it. yeah, this is mm-hmm. that's it's up there, but that Joe, you like that one or not? Um, it's okay, I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. Um, I feel like based off of memory, I would probably just 
probably underrate it compared to what you kind of what Mark's saying, like people underrate it. Um, but I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, I haven't seen it so long. It's one of those. Damn, bro. Deals. The second, third ones, those shits are bad. Oh, I'm sure. I didn't even Whew. check them out. Real I've, fucking stinkers. Yeah. I, <laughs> I could imagine straight P-U. to video stuff, right? Yeah, P- PU. Straight yeah. to VHS. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Oh, man. Oh, man. Remember that era? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I'm, I'm fucking. I'm really, really dreaming now because I'm on these TikToks or I get these TikToks and people are showing off their man caves basically of mm-hmm. like vintage, um, <laughs> like blockbuster style video rental yeah. stores, you know? Yeah. And um, I've seen some shit about that. Now all I'm thinking about is next house and when I have the room. Yeah. You know, I want to have a VHS aisle, <laughs> I want to have a vintage video games aisle. Oh, yeah. But some of these ones that people are. Fucking creating are insane, dude. Yeah. Have you seen some of these? Yeah, there, yeah, I've seen a some couple nutty shit out there. I People, saw someone have a complete video store. Yeah, I saw someone uh-huh. who made a video store for his kid who has autism. It's crazy. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. they made a, a full store. Nuts. I think you could go somewhere in between. You don't have to go full video store, but no, 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 decent no. setup. <laughs> yeah, I just want like the elements. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? In yeah, a small setup, maybe like a corner. Just of like horror, my favorite yeah. things, right? Yeah, horror yeah. and wrestling, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Build like a tiny collection of just good shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then I'd want like a old tube TV. Mm-hmm. Have, have little, show movies. Nintendo and some classics nice. there that you could play on. That would be cool. Um, and a bar, of course. Um, yeah. And some, you know, other things. I need my jet stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that in the bar. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Make it a jets area. Yeah, man. I don't do collections. I don't like I don't collect all that shit. I love like shit like that, but like I don't collect things. I ruin everything. <laughs> can't have nice things. I can't. I can't have nice clothes. I ruin those. I can't uh, do that. I ruin everything. So I'm like, I, yeah, I know what just, I can do and what I can't do. So I don't fuck with memorabilia. I'll break it. I'll lose it. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for the, I love most of it. Except for the awesome jerseys that you guys get. Well, it's different. <laughs> I don't own those. I keep those locked away, yeah, so I don't exactly. fucking fuck them up. <laughs> I'll find a way to fuck those. Good up call out, Joe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a good way to get. Go to the website. Yeah, go to the website. Check it out. Shop. That's right. That's right. Kaching, kaching. Pick, um, pick up some uh, awesome gear. Yeah, yeah man. And a uh, yeah, good way to. I guess transition to the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm pretty tired. I'm pre- I feel like Gump right now. <laughs> At the end, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of tired. I think I'm gonna go home now." <laughs> I feel that Been way. Sitting right on now. a bench for all. Yeah, all I feel day. that way right now. With your box of chocolates. <laughs> uh, all righty, folks. Uh, thanks for checking yep. us out and hanging for another episode of the All Star Vintage podcast if you like mm-hmm. what you hear and you want to support the show please do so by visiting as we said allstarvintage.shop for all your favorite vintage sports gear baby we got Why don't it you like and share some of this stuff to your friends too let them know let the people know absolutely so with that we are out That's and we will right. see you again next week time. love virginia yeah shout out to <laughs> random virginia you guys are the shit. Yeah, man. We're checking our analytics. We're seeing where the love is coming from. And New Jersey's slacking. What's yeah, going what the on? Fuck, you fucking dickheads. But we have all these downloads from Virginia. So whoever's I'll, spreading the love there, yeah. thank you. For, for real. I'll take it. Uh, you guys stay cool, man. We'll be take back. Take it fucking sleazy. All right. We out. Peace.
This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it.